back to the Mulberry Lane Show. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Thanks for keeping it here on the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Braddock Finnegan Dermatology. Well, he's a genuine New Yorker with all the pop sensibilities and uniqueness to top the charts. Meet singer-songwriter Noah Parker and hear about his brand new single, Fight the Feeling, and his creative journey so far. Welcome, welcome to the show, Noah Parker. Hi, thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's great to have you on. Okay, so now... You have played music, you've been an award-winning poet, you went to school for film. Music wouldn't let you alone. Talk about your decision to focus all your creative energies on music. Well, my dad was a uh, concert-level jazz piano player. Okay. So it was always in my house growing up. He would play constantly to the point of getting a little bit annoying. Okay. But many years down the road, I thank him for it. I was going to say, you found an appreciation for it now. A little bit later, uh, the skill set definitely paid off. Being around that music, it was in your blood. And you also, your uncle is Cy Kernan of The Fix, who's actually been on the show. Did um, not know that. So now he, he encouraged guy. you at an important point in your career. So there was definitely a point where I was writing poetry trying to turn it into songs and their pieces were all falling together except for the vocal aspect of it which is something that you know my dad was a concert level pianist like i said but he never sang right. nobody in my family sang it wasn't an environment where people were singing at all it was more so of the musicianship no... side exactly exactly so i had no exposure other than my uncle to anything vocal and when you're just just starting out as a vocalist there are some serious struggles there and it's like learning an instrument you're not just going to walk out and sound like michael jackson for 99 percent of us a lot of people think you can get up and sing well quickly and easily and that's just not true there are definitely people born with a natural affinity for it a, a gift but even they have to work at it and work at it and work at it to make it a finely tuned instrument in you know pop music you also have to have a unique sound so that when people hear your voice they know oh that's noah exactly exactly and you come across that so many times in the studio you know people who have these terrific terrific voices that they kind of design to sound exactly like christina aguilera and people look at them and say well you sound terrific but you can't be just another version right. you know there's you're like a cover band but for a vocalist right so now how did you go about then developing your voice and getting your voice to the place where you could be the lead singer on your own songs so uh, i'd like to say there was a secret sauce there was some sort of specialized formula but like everything else i did it again and again and again and so again. how did you do it did you just like work on line at a time did you work in a studio how did you get it there? so my first studio experience with a family friend who was actually a grammy winning piano player as well nice to uh, have a family friend like that right yeah. <laughs> it's a family of musicians so the family friends were more musicians and it kind of just went from there but it was extremely valuable rather than just singing in your bedroom where you don't get any feedback, where nobody's telling you, you know, this sounds good, this sounds bad. Right. My first experiences in the studio were really, really enlightening. He would point out every little piece that needed work, and you'd go okay. back and you'd fix it, and piece uh -huh. by piece it got better. Okay. So now, when you first heard your voice in the studio coming back at you, what were your thoughts? You know, everyone has this experience. It's <laughs> awful. <laughs> and I say that because, of course, the first thing I said was, well, it sounds awful. And my producer at the time turned around and said, it's fine. It's completely it's fine. It's supposed to at this point. To. Yeah. You're listening to singer-songwriter Noah Parker here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Let's talk about the single, Fight the Feeling, what inspired that song. 
that song was written the classic struggles of a relationship but unlike a lot of the songs that you hear coming out on the radio now about i'm angry at this i'm angry at that element of it i wanted to turn it into something internal for myself and talk about my own emotions going through you know essentially a breakup you were in the studio with the producers that go by the name the cartoons so again some award-winning producers there so talk about what they brought to the project, the tweaks they made in the studio that you felt really kicked your songs up. For 90% of my musical career is basically me and an acoustic guitar. And I always loved the great singer-songwriters. That's where a humongous part of my inspiration came from. Okay. But I love pop music. I mm-hmm. wanted the energy. I wanted really, really great new sound to come out of it. I didn't want it just to be this sort of coffeehouse rock situation. Right. And, you know, that's a hard decision and, to make, especially when you're an artist trying to be true to yourself. Jump into the pop production and all of that. It's hard to keep your... You th- hit the nail exactly on the head. Yeah. And everyone sort of pushed me toward, well, you have an acoustic guitar and you can sing and you can play. Why don't you just do what everyone else does? There's no need to sort of, you know, tear up the rule book here. And it took a lot of, I, I don't want to call it courage, but I had to push through yeah. that sort of initial barrier to mm-hmm. say, you know what? No, I hear this sound. I know you don't. But that's when the cartoons, Emil and, and Keith came in and said, we hear it too. Okay, we can so turn they, this, they were the we ones that got your vision of where you thought it could go. Exactly. And it takes a tremendous amount of skill. You know, mm-hmm. I play guitar, I can play right. a little bit of bass and keyboard. But they had to do all the rest of it uh, in terms of developing the sound. Now you have a song called Radio, which is kind of an ironic song. So explain that one. (laughs) When I was talking about the barrier to acoustic songwriting into the pop world, that was a literal barrier for me as a songwriter because I loved pop music and I was sitting there with an acoustic guitar trying (laughs) to break that barrier to write a pop song. It can be difficult. In frustration, I sort of wrote a song that expressed my deep anger at not being able to do that. And the irony is that that turned out to be what we what we're definitely expecting to be the single and uh, the record. That was part of the irony. It was the most pop-oriented song. You know, everyone said it's ready for radio. It's too bad that uh, <laughs> that it's kind of cursing at the radio. Dissing radio at the same time. <laughs> okay, so now you have done poetry, and then you also went to college. You were in film. So have you used those skills and will you implement the film skills for videos and that stuff going forward? Well, it's been tremendously helpful because obviously to any modern musician's career, the visuals of it are a tremendous artistic point. It's become a lot more than just an advertisement for your music, which is what it used to be. Uh But in today's world, it's another artistic expression that you can be a part of. And And it has to be good, too. I mean, you can't just throw something out there. Exactly. And for most musicians, they sit there and uh, kind of allow other people to take over the process as far as creating the videos. But Uh I've written my own screenplays. I've done documentary films. So you were down the road pretty far with the film stuff then. Yeah. I never did anything outside of college professional with it. Okay. But the skill set there is, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So now before we let you go, what does your life look like now? You've relocated to L.A. from New York. So how much time, you know, per week are you spending on promo, like doing radio interviews like this and being in the studio, performing, writing, social media? Just talk about what's typical schedule for you. So it's still at the tail end of the recording schedule, which, as you probably know, is pretty time intensive. Yeah, you can spend all consuming. Exactly. You can spend seven, eight, 
12 hours I've slept there. It's been a grind. That's ending right now. Okay. And we're starting to put together the live band for a tour where we're going to play live. That's what we're working on in transition right okay. now. Well, Noah, it's been really fascinating talking to you, hearing about your career at an exciting place right now. When the EP is out, you're going to have to come back and join the show. Tell us all about it. I would love to. Thanks so much. Singer-songwriter Noah Parker. Getting real, getting honest. Well, to top off your Mother's Day weekend, mother-daughter country duo Bells and Whistles up next. Keep it right here with your radio sisters on The Mulberry Late Show. Here's Noah Parker with Fight the Feeling. About all this fake affection To prove something to you But when I saw your cold reflection left a wound It's no use to reach toward fate and memory like the frayed hands of a road If this is the last then let's head for the red line So tell me what will it prove Come on fight the feeling that it's broken that it's gone Come on fight the feeling till it sinks into your bones 